Welcome to the Manor. Yeah. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. Yeah. And I'm James. (laughs) 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 It is pouring down rain out here. Or outside. I'm not outside. I'm I'm inside. On an enclosed porch, listening to the rain. That's pouring down outside. Yes, it's pouring down outside. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. It is quite sunny and bright where I'm at. A little too bright. We needs it darker, my precious. The sun. Yes. I would I would take um just no rain right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd rather rather have rain right now. <laughs> oh no, no. I, I I still want it to be dark. I just don't want it to rain anymore. <laughs> oh gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's gonna rain for like the next two or three days. So it's like stop. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> so, what are we talking about right now, Jody? Um, I don't know. It was your idea. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, on this specific day, we just finished recording with the lasses from A Kind of Creepy podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that it was, was fun. Check out their podcast. You should. They're enjoyable. Uh, they are erudite and elucidate and energetic and other things that start with similar vowel sounds yes uh, but we we uh, so we kind of traded off and and our thing that we talked about was the flask a haunted pub in highgate uh, a northern neighborhood of london uh, so if you want to listen to that you should go you should go check it out mm-hmm. on, on there's a, a kind of creepy podcast uh, but we weren't sure what you know how long we we're going to do things so we we actually had some notes ready to do on also, why did the Highgate pub called the Flask was because of the Highgate vampire. Ooh. I know, spooky. And even though it is only 1.13 p.m. on a Sunday, I am still drinking the corresponding beer. It's afternoon. <laughs> it, it is. It's afternoon. I don't really give a rat's ass. Um, 11 o'clock is sort of like 11 is when you places open for lunch and pubs open. You know what? That's when you can start drinking. Well, you know, our, um, our friend Dawn, we've mentioned a time or two on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. She, she, she is. She, she posted something on Facebook earlier, a uh, picture she took today. Um, I don't remember exactly where it was taken at, but um, uh, her, her comment on the picture of her glass of beer that was sitting there was, it's five o'clock in the UK. <laughs> that's all that matters and, and I, I i was like yep she's right <laughs> Man, that's awesome no she's great yeah yeah and anyway uh, so the beer i'm drinking is uh, i've mentioned it in uh, some different various episodes but it is great lakes brewing out of ohio they're nasferatu Ooh. Ooh. it's an imperial imperial red ale uh something something i don't see the abv but it's it's up there a little bit oh there it is eight percent no, oh, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah, seventy IBU, so it's it's hoppy, bitter. Mm-hmm. It's a red, so it's got that nice grainy, nutty, toffee undertone. It's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, because we're talking about vampires, I thought vampire beer. I'm trying to remember if I've tried that. Did you give me a bottle of that? Might have at one time. Ago? I feel like I think I, you, did. I think you may have. All right. So anyway, uh, did the Highgate uh, Hunted Pub called the Flask with with the a creepy a kind of creepy podcast yeah and also had some notes on the highgate vampire so you know thought, eh, let's let's go and do this one too for spooky season yes 
while we're at it. <laughs> so one Friday That was so night. spooky. What now? That was so spooky. What now? Deja vu. Huh what? Deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. One Friday morning in February of nineteen seventy. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the Hampstead yes. and Highgate Express ran a headline calibrated to chill the blood of residents across suburban North London that says, does a vampire walk in Highgate? And you, you want to know I pronounced the vampire? Um, sure. Why? Spelled with Y instead of an I. Oh, I, I actually visualized that when you said it that way. See, I don't know if that's actually what the meaning is behind the different spellings and sounds, but when I see a Y, I think vampire. Yeah, me too. But, but yeah, but yeah, Highgate cemeteries and on Swains Lane in, in London, in, in the Highgate area, the northern uh, part of the London metropolitan area. And evidently, for years, this area had been plagued with a series of apparently inexplicable events and sightings in the area. Uh, for example, in 1967, uh, two young girls, uh, so I, I, I don't have their ages. I'm not sure if they were sort of teens or, you know, like 10 to 12, you know, but young, young women mm -hmm. uh, walking home along in that area uh, claimed to have witnessed the dead rising from the graves by the cemetery's north gate. Ooh, another, okay, so here, another teenager, so maybe they were teens, uh -huh. uh, had awoken one night with something cold and clinging on her hand, which left prominent marks the next morning. Uh, and she lives right in that area. So, I mean, this is in the area still just, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, and at that same time of that report, uh, there were circulating stories of a tall man in a hat that uh, had been walking around and he would sort of just phase through the cemetery's walls and gates. Ooh. Were they, were, are the gates high there? They're they're high. They're high gates. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's 420 somewhere. Oh, you meant tall. Sorry. <laughs> yes. And, and, I, and I got your joke too. <laughs> I, I knew you would. <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to figure out a way to work it in there somehow. That's pretty good. You actually did it quite well because that was perfect with the. <laughs> so, anyway, the early months of 1970 actually became a little bloodier as several animals were found dead and by bloodier actually the exact opposite because their bodies have been drained of their blood Ooh. exsanguination cha-cha-cha cheap -cha. <laughs> <laughs> bastard yes <laughs> uh, and there were some cuts on their throats that uh, you know cuts marks punctures it's you know lacerations yeah. stuff things uh, on February 6th of the same year, a story, as, as somebody wrote into the Hampstead and Highgate Express, uh, just a, a sort of that area's newspaper-y type of thing. A gentleman called David Ferrant, who is a self-proclaimed magician, wrote that he had glimpsed a gray figure that he was certain was supernatural uh, in the area that he would see going in and out of the cemetery. Thing is, there were other people actually in the area, residents, also mm -hmm. shared that belief. They saw the figure in gray. Okay. As sort of a, a, a heads up, and for kind of, oh, here you go. We haven't actually used this word for a while. 
for context. Ooh, I, I only have water, but I'll take a drink. Well, yes, Jody's on his way to a, a family member's young birthday party and does not need to be drunk before he gets. <laughs> well, he might might have might help him, but he probably doesn't. <laughs> might be drunk before it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get through most of my family things. When I'm drinking a little bit, I actually love my family. <laughs> I love them anyway. I enjoy yeah. being around them when I'm drunk. That's that's yeah, there you go. Uh, so for some context, and again, this is these are the early months of 1970, not the 70s, but 70. But in 1970, would that still be the early months of the 1970s if it's the early months of 1970? Well, those would be the earliest months of 1970s. Okay. <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, philologist. <laughs> so in 1978 which is why I was trying to be specific, my good gentleman. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in the 1978 general election, uh, David Front, the, the self-proclaimed magician, ran in Hornsey as the sole candidate for his own Wicca Workers Party on a platform of free sex and nudity, restoring the Wiccan creed, outlawing communism, establishing state brothels, restoring true power to the monarchy, and leaving the EU common market. I could actually get behind a few of those things. Most of those aren't so bad. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So just saying in this era, in the 70s, you could have these uh, uh, things going on, these like weird pagan, witchy, Wiccan. Yeah. This was the time of of time life books coming out with their mysteries of the unknown. (laughs) Yes. So not not a big shock that people were getting into this. Right. But anyway, uh, France, his, his idea didn't remain uh, the only one for long. Uh, he actually had a rival that started pretty quick. And uh, this guy, uh, he said he had even more paranormal insight and was a self-proclaimed exorcist, vampire hunter, and bishop of the mysterious old Catholic church, which makes no goddamn sense at all on behalf of Catholics everywhere. Unless you're trying to, yeah, if you don't speak Latin, anyway. (laughs) Uh, This person, uh, Sean Manchester, said it was appallingly apparent that people of Highgate were not witnessing a harmless earthbound apparition, but a vampire. Ooh, yeah. And it wasn't just the local media that jumped on all this. Uh, When Manchester and Ferrant declaring they would destroy the evil figure, uh, they started stalking Highgate. I'm not entirely sure. I don't think Front ever thought it was a vampire. He kept saying, uh, he actually even dismissed the notion of a real life horror hammer type of vampire, um, which I, I have another note on hammer horror here in a second. But so I, I, from what I've read, he seemed to just think it was like an earthbound spirit or any something supernatural. And Manchester is the one who kept saying it was a vampire. Ah, okay. But the situation reached its highest point on Friday the 13th, Ooh. Uh, February 1970, as I almost said Thames because I'm drinking a time, Times TV, <laughs> the Thames, Thames, Thames yes. TV, ran a program on that the night before they were actually both scheduling a hunt. Ooh. And within hours of the broadcast, dozens of more hunters came over. <laughs> made stakes from all over descended on the cemetery bursting past 
the police cordon that was set up. <laughs> Which <sighs> fucked it all up because when you have all those many people, there ain't yeah. no spirit or vampire going to show themselves. I wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't like doing it for one or two people. Exactly. Yeah, so we're, we're going to jump forward a little bit. Uh, in, in August, Instead of, of jumping back. Yeah, we're going to do the time warp again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> Sorry. I, I Like you, if it wasn't for Scrooge McDuck, Captain America, and Thor, those would be my top two. <laughs> yeah. And Chris Evans' cap was just amazing. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so anyway, in August of that same year, 1970, Mm-hmm. A woman's century-old remains were discovered desecrated near her burial site. In uh, a, a few weeks after that, Front was arrested in a nearby churchyard carrying a crucifix and a wooden stake. So uh, evidently, sometime in the meantime, he came around to thinking perhaps <laughs> it, it was a vampire. Perhaps. Yeah. Do you know the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? One is consecrated ground, holy ground. Uh, well, holy ground, they're both consecrated, uh, but a, a graveyard is attached to a churchyard. A cemetery doesn't have a church of any kind okay. associated with it. Okay. Um, so they can I, both be holy, but. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I was thinking it had to do something with the church. I couldn't, I, I, I had heard it before, but I couldn't remember uh, what exactly it was. Yeah, you know, you're, you're 90% close. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, evidently the news of the world, uh, a, anybody who knows it is a, uh, wonderful rag-like magazine who publishes all sorts of crap and a very good queen album <laughs> uh, yeah Ferrant would sue news of the world because they said that he was a would-be cat killer walking around with wooden stakes <laughs> uh but in uh seven, nine, 70, 1973 manchester claimed to have driven a stake through the vampire's heart in the nearby house of dracula in crouch end I really could not find much about that other than just little like that they would just reference back to this. Um, so if I if I do a bigger dive into that and find out more, that can be another episode. Uh, but anyway, that that's that's kind of where it goes. Um, although, let's see, where to go, where to go, where to go, where to go. Aha! But they the duo kept trading insults in print uh, until Franz's death. And I'll do some of that here in a second. I think I think I've got that. But the feud reached its dramatic peak in 1973 when they both were advertising that they would have a magical duel, which was going to take place on Parliament Hill in Hampstead before they both called it off. (laughs) Chickens. Chickens, or I insist that real magicians don't advertise that they're real magicians because they don't have to. Well, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a difference. That's, you are absolutely right. It's different than, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there, there, I got a, a few follow-up things. Um, so Front had presided over the British Psychic and Occult Society, and Manchester founded the British occult society and and at one point manchester published his book the highgate vampire in 1985 and for encountered with beyond the highgate vampire 91 
which, uh, by the way, are both very difficult to find unless you want to drop a fair bit of cash on Amazon, at least from what I can find in the States. Um, so I'm not buying them. Uh, yeah. And uh, Affront himself was jailed in 1974 for grave desecration, which he denied. Uh, you know, he's probably just, well, I don't know, maybe he's trying to dig up the vampire. I don't know. He said he denied it, but he did admit to sending voodoo effigies to the two police officers who arrested him, <laughs> which, of course, means Manchester would, uh, because as, as time went on, not just in print and the newspapers, but, uh, you know, computers were becoming along and he would start writing blogs. Manchester would always call him a convicted felon because of this to, uh, to jab him a bit. So I, OK, I've, I've, I have a hard time understanding that if you make the effigy of somebody, why would you send it to them? Aren't you supposed to use it to torture them with? You're exactly right. I'm guessing it was a threat to say I could torture you. Oh, well, in that case, I just arrest his ass again. Well, <laughs> you just threaten the cops. <laughs> yes, but then then do you have to admit in court that an effigy voodoo thing of yours could be actually real and admit that and have people think you're, you know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying, too. I completely agree with you that, yeah, in general. But yeah. so anyway, uh, let's see. Yeah. And here we go over the, the following few decades. Public interest in it sort of has gone up and down. And then sometimes you'll have things published and it'll go away for a while and come back. But the two men just kept battling each other constantly. And it just kept going and going and going and just fighting until Front finally passed away couple years ago in april 2019 ah um, but that that is it except to note because i mentioned hammer horror according yes. to author horror folklorist bill ellis the hammer horror film dracula ad 1972 starring christopher lee and peter cushing was inspired by the highgate vampire and i really need to find this movie and watch it i think i've seen it. if it's the one i'm thinking of it's a really good movie I think the last time I saw it was a couple of years ago. Turner Classic Movies had it on, if, if it's the one I'm thinking of. But yeah, it's if 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 that's if that's the one, then it was really good. Cool. I mean, it's got Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, and my little caption I see says the immortal bloodsucker finds jaded psychedelic era kids as ideal <laughs> victims. So this is gonna be good. Yeah, it is a pretty good one. <laughs> hey Jody. Yes. Was it good? It was good. It was good. <laughs> cool, but that, that's that's what I has on it. Sweet. No Highgate vampire. <laughs> uh, that never gets old. It doesn't. Not for us. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you have anything to add, my good man? Um, no. Cool. Just so you should check out that Dracula movie. <laughs> you should check it out yes then after you watch it and you listen to this episode three times you should give us a good rating someplace yes there are many places to do that yeah like uh itunes apple i guess that's better than youtunes banana depends on what you're doing with the apple and the banana <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> you, you keep your meat and two veg away from me <laughs> Okay, anyway, on that note, <laughs> I 
I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Rookie. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Uh, I'm ready when you are, though. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want me to start or? Yeah. 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 Welcome back. I must have. How can you have your meat if you don't have any pudding? <laughs> True. Any, anyway. <clears throat> can vegans have pudding? No, because they don't eat their meat. <laughs> Well, and, you know, I'm sorry, in this day and age, you could just go to the fucking blood bank. And... <laughs> in this day and age, you could find willing people to have you drain some of the blood out of them. Well, that's true, too. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> I'm here to suck your blood. Oh, daddy. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you, fucking, what? <laughs> you fucking millennials ruin everything. <laughs> millennials? No, I know some people from our generation. <laughs> well, see, to a vampire, though, millennials are anybody born after 1820. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, okay, should I move on? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit.